0: on Cougar. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the show. A lot to get to like normal. We have BYU football news to hit on, recapping BYU's press conference yesterday, some BYU basketball notes, as well as other BYU sports news, and we'll catch you up with former Cougars in the pros. So a busy show, and let's get to it. Today's show brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union, as well as our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you about both of those great companies as today's show rolls on. All right, let's go. This is Locked on Cougars for October 29th, 2019. Hi guys, this is Jay Catch. I'm your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the show. This podcast, if you're new to it, is all things BYU every day. We catch you up on everything we can muster and we aim to be your one-stop shop for all things BYU sports news. So please hit that subscribe or follow button on whichever podcatcher you're listening to us on. And please consider giving us a favorable rating and review. Those star reviews, are worth their weight in podcast gold and can't thank you guys enough for doing that in advance. Alright, let's kick off the show today talking BYU football. BYU held their annual, well not their annual, weekly press conference ahead of the Utah State game this week. Yesterday at the student-athlete building on the campus of Brigham Young University. Kalani Sitake was joined by James Ampe, uh who else? Diane Gonwoloku, as well as Austin Kofensis for the weekly press conference. And I think the biggest comment to come out of all of it was a reference to dairy farms and Utah State from our own Diane Gonwoleku. We'll play the clip here and I'll explain what happened here in just a moment. But here you go, Diane Gonwoleku on Utah State, Utah State fans, and dairy farms.
1: Man, <laughs> cowbells. <laughs> uh, I don't know. i actually seen someone on Twitter that's like that Utah State's going to come out playing like they're protecting their dairy farm. So that's how I feel like they're going to come out, we're ready to protect their dairy farm and we're going to take over. So that's the plan.
0: There you go, Diane And I know that that quote has got Utah State fans up in arms. I know BYU fans are crowing about it, and on its head, it looks like an absolute dig at Utah State, and I, it probably had an element to it, but he did say, I saw this on Twitter, and it made me chuckle. I think he was more commenting on what he'd seen on Twitter, and obviously there's some uh, talk on social media over the years when BYU and Utah State play about Utah State being the dairy ags or the dairy farmers or whatever you want to do they used to they're an agricultural school traditionally so it's it fits with what Utah State has been come to be known about they've transformed themselves into a university there's no doubt about that but Diane Gunwoleku having some fun and made me chuckle when he said it because I was sitting there in the press conference and I was like what is he trying to say? And I'm like, okay, well, that's going to make for some waves, but hey, we'll have some fun with it anyways. And I know that Diane meant didn't mean to create the firestorm that obviously is going to create, but you can't control that. Fans are fans. You guys understand that are listening to this podcast. Utah State fans will be slighted and they'll make their comments about it. They already have. I've seen it on Twitter and also on Facebook, but we'll have some fun with it nonetheless. It's an in-state rivalry. Two teams that want to win that are, desperate, that are in desperate need of a win, a especially especially Utah State, coming off that absolute blowout loss at Air Force and BYU trying to get back to 500 on the season. There's a lot to play for in this game. Kalani Satake also talked to the media yesterday, and of course the big topic is the quarterback situation. Well, he was asked about it, what the QB situation is, and if they've named a starter. Here you go.
1: Looking promising for us. I mean, with Jaron, I think Jaron will be okay to play this week. We'll see. Zach's progressing really well. Doubtful for this this game, but it's a day-to-day thing for him. And then once he gets able to throw the ball, we'll kind of have to wait and see how he progresses. But he's uh, ahead of schedule when it comes to his injury. Do you know who's going to start yet, or is that going to be determined during the week? Nope. Don't know yet, and so we'll, we'll figure it out as soon as we get closer.
0: There you go. Quarterback situation unresolved will be decided later in the week. I actually would assume that BYU carries it right up till game time. That's just kind of my thought on it. Play some gamesmanship with the Aggies, make them decide uh, who to prep for, etc. I. Honestly, I'd be surprised if it's not Jaron Hall out there, but obviously there's that that train of thought. Do you care? You roll with the hot hand and Baylor Romney coming off that upset win over Boise State? We'll see how it shakes out this week, but my money is on Jaron Hall getting the start. Kalani Satake was also asked what uh, his philosophy is regarding, okay, if a player gets injured, so we've seen Zach Wilson get injured, we saw Jaron Hall go down against USF, so that put Baylor Romney in a situation. Kalani was asked what his philosophy is on players losing their starting job to injury, and here's what he had to say about that.
1: Well, I mean, it all depends on when he comes back. An injured player returns, are they 100%? And the only way to tell is it put him through some competition I don't think he could forget about what they've done in the past and how good they were when they won the spot, but you also can't discount that other players have gotten better too, so I think the only way to do it is compete and we'll see the best, we'll play the best, and it doesn't really matter from week one and you know throughout the season, if someone beats somebody out, we'll make the change. That's with every position.
0: There you go, Kalani Satake, and I think that's a pretty, very pragmatic approach to take when it comes to that. He said that you have to kind of determine, okay, how long has this guy been out? Is he 100%? When he comes back, you've got to test him and see if he ultimately is 100%. I think that's a smart way to go about it. I think the, the overall mantra is, yes, you don't lose your job as a starter to injury when you come back. You are considered the starter, but you have to go out and prove it, and that's the biggest thing he said at the end there. If a player is outplaying his competition at a position, we will make the move. We will make, start the other guy, and I think that's a fantastic way to go about things. It keeps players on edge, and I think it's the right way to handle the situation. Uh, Klein was also asked what will go into making the determination on the starting quarterback This week, what parameters or what benchmarks he needs to seed, and here's what he responded with:
1: Um, I think just competition, then you know, seeing who gets the best opportunity to win. That's what it comes down to. And we'll be practicing, and they'll get both get turns at the ones and twos, and see who can make their group function better.
0: So there you go, Kalani Satake. Whoever is the most effective running the team will get the start, and it'll be interesting to see what shakes out. Of course, we'll have our practice insider check things out and make sure to pass along anything we learn, but I would expect that BYU doesn't officially announce a starter until just before game time in Logan this Saturday. One final note for you guys today is Kalani was asked what uh, can be done to take what they did against Boise State, that kind of that intensity, the focus, the desire they had, and carry it over into future games that they had against Boise State, and here's what he had to say about that.
1: So that's college football consistency and that's every level really. So I think uh, every coach is trying to find a way to be great consistently and, and for us to be at that level it's taking some time and you're dealing with a lot of different factors that go into it. But that's the that's right now at this moment is what every football coach is talking about trying to find a way to, to perform at a high level and do it over and over week to week and that's kind of the battle. I think the teams that do it the best will be the ones at the end that have an opportunity to play for the championship and that's what you're seeing in college football and you're seeing some teams that are struggling with some, some games week to week and, and still find a way to win games winning is really hard, maybe easy to a lot of different people, you know, that are out there, but, but guys, when you're functioning with getting a team ready and you're doing dealing with a lot of different factors that go into the variables of trying to get a win, that becomes that becomes hard, but you know, that's what we're committed to do, and, and I'm looking forward to I'm glad we got an extra week to prepare and try to be as consistent as we were against Boise State and looking forward to You know, even with that performance and the win, there are a lot of things that we could have done better in that game, too, and, and a lot of things that we could have done to help ourselves uh, earn the win earlier and not have to come down to we're going for it at the end.
0: Ah, that f- glorious word, consistency, and. Kalani says it a lot. He wants to have a consistent program, but it really is the name of the game. Teams that are the most consistent win most games, and I completely understand why he is beating that drum, and we'll see what happens this week. I think there's a big opportunity here for BYU to get back to 500 on the season. You beat Utah State, and then I don't think any game outside of San Diego State is in question. You're playing then for seven or eight wins in the regular season, heading into a bowl game. I think it would be a fantastic turnaround to the season. It would give BYU a winning record against their stated rivals. Speaking of Utah, Utah State and Boise State, I think it would be a fantastic showing if they can win this game on Saturday. Of course, we'll keep you updated as the week progresses. Alright, coming up here in just a moment, we'll talk some other BYU basketball news as well as football news. Catching up with former Cougars and the pros. A lot to get to and also catching up on everything else going on in BYU Sports News, the other BYU Sports programs here in just a little bit. Before we do that though, do need to tell you today about our title sponsor on the podcast, and that is our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union. Deseret First Credit Union is asking all of its members right now, what is your why? They're asking, okay, well, if you if you thought about refinancing your home loans, your mortgage, to save some money and help fund whatever your why is, whatever your passion project is. I'm actually looking into refinancing myself right now. It's a fantastic time to check it out, guys. Rates are in the low threes, near historic lows, and it's a great time to consider refinancing your loan and putting money back in your pocket. With no cost refinancing from Deseret First Credit Union. You can get locked into a low rate for absolutely nothing and potentially save yourself up to hundreds of dollars a month. It's a great option guys. I would encourage you guys to check it out and see if it's the right j- gig for you. The DFCU Mortgage Team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation whether you're a first time home buyer, you've got multiple homes, you've got investment properties or you're looking to just to cash out to make some home improvements. They will make sure you have the right loan for your needs. Give them a call. 801-450 567070 or visit dfcu.com to apply in just 5 minutes or less. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why we show how. Membership and eligibility required. OAC. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender. All right, guys, let's catch you up on former Cougars and the pros, both on the football and basketball side of things. But before we get to that, a couple of notes for you. BYU officially announced that the kickoff against Liberty a week from Saturday, the home game against the Liberty Flames, will be November 9th at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time. It will be televised on ESPNU. I think that's a fantastic deal, considering it could have been an 8.30, 8.15 kick on ESPN or ESPNU, and that's a good deal for them. BYU also plays San Diego State in basketball That day, and that'll be a mid afternoon affair, so you can have a doubleheader in Provo that day. BYU basketball against San Diego State scheduled for two o'clock Mountain Time at the Marriott Center. So you can go out and watch some basketball and then skip right over to Lavelle Edwards Stadium and catch the football game, make it a full day of BYU sports. I think that is a fantastic setup that BYU has done here, and of course, you'll be able to catch those games. I think the San Diego State game will officially be televised on BYU TV in basketball and ESPNU on the football side of things but if you want to get out to both games I would encourage you guys to check it out it should be a fun afternoon watching football and basketball in Provo in just over a week here okay catching up on former Cougars and the pros let's start off in the NFL Ziggy Ansah is a defensive end for the Seattle Seahawks he recovered a fumble had an assisted tackle and a quarterback curry in Seattle's 27 to 20 win over Atlanta the Seahawks are rolling guys they're six and two and Ziggy's taking on a bigger and bigger role as the season progresses Michael Davis uh started once again for the Los Angeles Chargers in their 17-16 win over the Chicago Bears. He had two solo tackles in that victory. Taysom Hill played once again for the New Orleans Saints, started at wide receiver, caught three passes for 65 yards, including a five-yard touchdown pass in the Saints' 31-9 route of Atlanta as Drew Brees returned to action. Taysom is absolutely rocking it, guys. I think he's totally content with his role. Obviously, I'm sure that a lot of people would like to see him start at quarterback at some point in his. NFL career, who knows if that's in the cards? But I think he's having a great role. Period, regardless of where he lines up on the field. Moving on here, Kyle Van Noy and Sony Takitaki's teams went head to head with the New England Patriots beating the Cleveland Browns 27 to 13. Kyle Van Noy only had one tackle in that win, but it was a sack for a loss of nine yards, so an impactful play for Kyle Van Noy. Takitaki played on special teams for the Browns and the loss, tallied two special teams tackles in that game. Bronson Caffucci, uh some news about him with the defensive end for the New York Jets practice squad. Well, he was actually joined last week by Corbin Kafusi on the practice roster, the practice squad roster for the Jets. Corbin though, not playing defensive end anymore. he is attempting to make the transition to offensive tackle. Best of luck to him as he looks to develop and make an active roster and it's cool to see both Kafusi brothers playing together for the Jets. Harvey Long remains on the active roster for the Jets. He had two special teams tackles in the Jets 29 to. 15 loss to Jacksonville last week. Fred Warner continues to get it done for the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. He tallied a team-high six tackles, five of them solo in the 49ers' 51-13 blowout of the Carolina Panthers. And then one final note for you, two other, Cougars going to, two other former Cougars going head-to-head in NFL action. That is Jamal Williams, the running back for the Green Bay Packers, had a great game. Scored two touchdowns, one receiving, which was a fantastic catch in the corner of the end zone, as well as adding one rushing touchdown in the Packers. 31-24 win over the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Daniel Sorensen obviously played on the other side, a safety for the Kansas City Chiefs. He had three total tackles in that loss. And obviously Andy Reid, the former BYU graduate assistant and player, is the head coach of the Chiefs in that loss. So there you go, catching up on all the former Cougars in the NFL. One other note, of course, um, Jay Uemans does a great job covering the former Cougars playing basketball overseas Couple of notes for you from this week in his uh, update. You can go to jmoneysports.com and get all of these. He mentioned that Brandon Davies had another impressive scoring performance as FC Barcelona dropped dropped an eighty nine to eighty three game to Zarazo- Gar- Zaragoza. Excuse me. In the loss, Davies put up Davies put up twenty one points on a seven twelve shooting night and a perfect seven for seven from the foul line. He added four rebounds before fouling out in just under twenty minutes on the court. Threw six games in the ACB. Davies is in the top 10 in the Spanish League in both scoring and rebounding. That is a fantastic stat for Brandon Davies. He's rocking it overseas, and it's cool to see him doing his thing. One other former Cougar to note here is Charles Abuo had a big game as FOS Province dropped another close game in the loss. He scored a game-high 22 points on 8 of 15 shooting from the field, including 60% from three-point land. That's a great showing for Abuo. He's averaging just under 17 points through three games. Games while playing about 22 minutes a game, good to see both Brandon Davies and Charles Abuo getting it done as former Cougars in the League and overseas. Of course, we'll keep you up to date as we go along all season long with these guys. Jimmer continues to get it done for Panathinaikos in the Greek and Euro Leagues. Of course, we'll keep you updated with any news that comes out regarding those guys going forward as well. All right. uh, Catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports here in just a moment before we do that, though, do do need to take a minute and talk to you today about our good friends at All Guard Pest Control, guys. They've been a longtime sponsor of Locked On Cougars, and they're huge BYU fans to boot. I have met with Seth The owner. He's a fantastic gentleman. Like I said, a huge BYU fan. He's as invested a BYU fan as anybody is. And what I love about All Guard Pest Control is they offer multiple options for our listeners. They don't believe, first off, in door-to-door salesmen. They're not going to be knocking on your door asking if they can spray for bugs. That's not what All Guard's about. They're a local company based right here in Utah, and they're capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front, even out into Tooele and Wasatch County, so they can take care of you wherever you're at here in Utah. They offer two specific programs I want to mention today. They offer a quarterly pest control program where they'll come out once every three months. Make sure your house has that barrier set up to protect it from that season's hot pest. So this time of year, a lot of spiders, vermin, that type of stuff, mice, et cetera, are trying to get inside your home. They'll come out and take care of you But every three months. They make sure your house is protected. But they also offer one-time services. If you notice something you need taken care of one time, they'll come out, service it, but they're not going to make you sign a contract that's going to force you you to have to pay them to come back out multiple times. They'll take care of it the one time. They don't require that contract and that's what I love about this company. They are flexible and they believe in helping out customers. They use the safest products in the industry, obviously. Safe around your family and pets. You can have that peace of mind as well, guys. Their online reviews are fantastic, so I would encourage you guys, give All Guard Pest Control your services when you need pest control uh, services taken care of at your home. Give them a call. 801-851-1818 1-2 or go to allguardpestcontrols.com. Let them know that Locked On Cougars and J Catch sent you. They'll be happy to take care of you guys. Once again, eight zero one eight five one one eight one two. That's All Guard Pest Control. Check them out online at allguardpestcontrols.com. All right, guys, as we close out today's podcast, a couple of notes for you from the other BYU sports programs we haven't mentioned on today's podcast so far. Let's start off the women's volleyball program. Senior McKenna Miller, she has been absolutely phenomenal all year long for the Cougars. She was named WCC Player of the Week for her performances in the Cougars road wins over Loyola, Marymount, and Pepperdine in West Coast Conference play last week. It is her third award of the season, the most among all WCC players so far this season. So congratulations to McKenna Miller and the BYU volleyball team a well-deserved honor as they continue to roll on here I'm guessing with the wins last week and they should make, move up in the national polls we'll have a note for you on that hopefully tomorrow where they end up they were 12th last week hopefully they're back into the top 10 at some point here in the near future one other team to mention before we go is the women's golf program they are in 7th place after the first round of the Rainbow Wahine Invitational sitting at 12 over par as a team Naomi Soyfu was 2 over in the first round tied for 19th place to pace the Cougars the second round is today in Kapolei, Hawaii. Of course, the third round will be tomorrow, so i will have updates for you as this tournament progresses. But best of luck to Carrie Roberts and her BYU women's golf program over there in the islands. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the show. Can't thank you guys enough for your continued support of the podcast. It is a blast to be with you guys each and every day, truly. I love doing this podcast, talking BYU sports with you each and every day. And I would expect that this week will be some interesting news coming out of BYU football practice. Of course, we'll have interviews, our insight from our practice insider. We'll have everything covered for you. That's how we do on this podcast. It is a daily podcast all focused on BYU. Thanks again for joining us. Please follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. Follow my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. And of course, if you'd like to interact with the show via email, please drop us a note at lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Until tomorrow, enjoy whatever's left of your Tuesday. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Locked On Cougars for October 29th. 2019.